All right, so welcome to the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast. Are we starting? This is the podcast where are two new homeowners are recording a podcast in their home that they've been recording Living their in. podcast in. <laughs> For two years. The difference now is that they own the house. They, so we own our own studio. We pay now. more. That's right. We're paying we pay more for more. It's the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast. Welcome to a brief edition of the podcast because, like I said, like... A couple of hours after we record this episode, we have to get going here in like mm, an hour. Yeah, because we are buying house this house that we're living in. That yes. we're living in and recording in. So not much is going to change. No, nothing will change except for we're paying more. Yes. So <laughs> we need to pick up those like me undies sponsorships, I guess. Oh I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. We got to yeah, get right, those in right, now. Right, right, got to right, ink right. those deals. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Corey Audible. because. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Shout ink out to Corey. Those deals. <laughs> we got to ink the deals. Yes. Um, we've got a great uh, episode nonetheless. It's a little bit shorter, but I really like our two topics we're talking about, or at least I really like mine because it's kind of great. I was like, you don't even like it, mine. But first, let's do our weeks in pop culture. Do you want to go first? Well, I was going to talk about the house because okay. that's mostly what I've been doing because I, I am a real estate agent and yes. I'm representing everybody in it. Yes. So I'm signing everywhere in eight places. And you it's are great on making every document. You are getting a lot of use out of your autograph today. I definitely am getting Did you a lot practice of your autograph as a kid? Like, did you practice uh, yes, signing I, 100% things? Yes, 100%. Nice. Yes, that's yes, good. That yes, is very good. Um, what are you signing as? Are you going Hayden Weaver? I guess you will. I just do scribbles for my no, like signature. You, it's, it's like a real document. You yeah. Know, like, I just do scribbles. Everyone else's signature is scribbles. It's okay. I just draw a little line. And I like make my mark, like an X. I don't like that. I don't like <laughs> that at all. That doesn't seem honest. It's but funny. anyway, no, that was kind of my deal. So I've been. Busy with that. Nice. But yeah, we're buying the house we've been living in for two years. I can't believe it's been two years already. I know. That's wild. Uh, so we'll own it now and Yay! we'll have to deal with the problems. Mortgages. Yay! I know. Right? Mortgages. So fun. So, but we've been in the process of doing this since I looked back February. Wow. So we've okay. been doing this for a while. It's been a hot minute. Um, but we've kind of had a collective week of pop culture. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? So our week in pop culture has been. We've been watching the Pirates of the Caribbean. So it's, it's, it's the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. But they say in the movie yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. It really bothers me. I Pirates don't know which one. Pirates the Pirates movies on Disney Plus with Johnny yes, Depp. Yes. Uh, Back in 2004 through 2008. Yes. Those movies. The yes. OGs. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, we realized that it's been a long time since I've seen them, if not ever for mm-hmm. most of like I, I I think you probably saw the first one and haven't yeah. seen the rest of them. Right? I have like vague recollections of seeing them, but like I don't think in theaters. And if I did, I wasn't paying attention. So it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. Um, but I'm watching them and sort of re-ingesting them as an adult now. And they're fun movies. They're actually they're really, really, really good. Fun. They're I, really fun. I was not expecting to enjoy them as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But there are a reason they're kind of a classic. They're kind of like a really good early aughts. And I'm going to say, shout out to the CG team, the actor, and everyone who worked on Davy Jones. Yeah, he because, looks really good. dude, that CGI holds up. It like, does. This is in the era where like, other CG from films that came mm-hmm. out kind of in tandem with these movies looks really dated now. Yeah. They yeah. did some sort of mishmash gumbo of practical effects and... Like, there was only one thing that I noticed that wasn't the best special effects, but it was like so small. It's it that the, part in the third one with the crab. Is that what you're going to talk about? So I think that doesn't look awesome. And also the scene with the Kraken arms coming up on the ship. 
Oh, that yeah. looks a little goofy. Parts of it, and then parts, parts of it of look it. really good. Too. Yeah, but Davy Jones himself, like the, I think that they did a lot of practical effects with him. Nihi. So, I mean, he just looks really good. Yeah, that's a very good costume. It is a good. I costume. would say probably like, in terms of execution, up there with probably my. It was. It would at least be top five for like monsters in movies. Yeah. Like execution, yeah. I think they nailed that. Yeah, so, it's really good. Shout out. So to them. you know. It, how is it watching it with me? Bree knows. <laughs> and and I'm really and I forgot I was this much into him at one point. I but... really don't want to like undersell this. I'm trying not to exaggerate <laughs> because people it's one of the things like if I really say how well is. you know these movies, people mm-hmm. will think I'm lying. Bree knows these movies word for word. Yeah, I do. Like, and I don't remember how I know it. I think I watched it. We had it on DVD and I would just watch it over and over and yeah. over and over and over and like over and over again. Like stream of consciousness. Bree will just recite this movie as they're saying it. She can be like in the other and room. And I'll have fun facts. Saying the lines. That I'm just now remembering because I would watch all the extended outtakes and stuff. Yeah, and you might as well be watching cuts. the director's commentary with you. <laughs> So I'm trying to well, watch it and you're I, saying the words the way that in I my ear. I consume media has always been the same. I like to watch one thing and do one thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and then forget about it and then experience it 20 years later. Okay. So that's how I consume all media. Yeah, so behold, this is one of those things I forgot I got super into at one point and yeah. I know every single word to every single So you went through movie. a pirate's phase. I didn't like dress as a pirate, but it was okay. just one of those movies that I would like always watch. Yeah. I was always someone that would turn on a movie and it was like my emotional support movie. Yeah. Just background noise. Yeah. Background noise. Okay. So that was, that was it. So okay. I know every single part of every single movie. Right. The third one I'm less familiar with. I don't know that we had that one on DVD. I do think that we saw it in theaters though. Okay. Um, I, it's probably, I probably saw all of them in theaters, but I definitely think we saw that one in theaters, but it's been really fun to rewatch and we're halfway through the third one. Yeah. So we're almost done with the real trilogy like or the, whatever. The, the, the three, the yeah. OGs. Yeah. The yeah. OGs. But it's been a blast. I mean, I cannot yeah, recommend them movies. enough. Like if you okay, have they're high budget pirate movies, like yeah. a high budget pirate movie. I can't even think of another high budget pirate movie. Um, I'm trying to like think now. Like Hook or something? I don't know. Like There'd be there's... Hook. There's also Master and Commander with Russell Crowe, but that's more of like a, a boring movie for adults. Like yeah, it's, like it's not this is an like adventure. a fun adventure yeah. movie with like, Hans Zimmer Master or and Commander is an incredible movie, but it's very... This I, movie made up the sequel. Yeah. I can't get over this. Made a billion dollars. Yeah. Made a billion dollars with a B. Yeah. It's, it's like top 25 highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. The sequel. So if you catch so. a rainy weekend, or something in your in a movie movie. They're fun. Throw in the pirates movies. They're fun. Pirates of the Caribbean fun. or Caribbean. So speaking of beloved movies, um, Brie, I don't know if you had a film appreciation class in college. No, sure didn't. Um, I did as part okay. of my major. We watched Citizen Kane, and I'll never forget. Oh, what is Citizen Kane about? It's can you give me a quick plot synopsis? Okay, so it's a movie. That um, it's one of those boring ones, right? Yeah. Oh God, I cannot, I cannot tell you how boring Citizen Kane actually is. What's it about? So Orson Welles. I don't watch boring movies ever. Orson Welles made this movie. Um, that's basically I forget the guy's name, but Citizen Kane is loosely based off of an actual tabloid journalist guy who started all of this like don't need to know who it is right so it was this movie that's loosely based off of this real rich guy mm-hmm. but orson wells made citizen kane it's like this rise and fall of this guy who went from poverty to just abject wealth just to just filthy disgusting wealth 
And at the end of the movie, his last words are Rosebud, which was the name of his sleigh growing up as a child. So it's a callback to, you know, the only thing that he ever wanted in life was like the simple joys. And he tried to overcompensate for that emptiness with wealth. Whoever's listening to this who like studies film theory and critically analyzes movies, they're probably like cringing at my summation of it. This sounds really boring. It is. That's that's what I'm saying. I was watching this in a film appreciation class and a cinema major next to me was clawing his own eyeballs out because he has been made to watch Citizen Kane so much because it's this like classic and he just hates it so, so much. Uh, but yeah, anyway. I don't watch movies that most, I, for the most part, unless it's pirates or action movies, I don't watch movies over three hours long. Okay. Yeah. That's, so that's okay. I feel like this one is definitely, is it over three hours long or close to it? I, I don't bet it know is. the specific runtime of Citizen Kane. I'm sure it's long. It seems it, like it would be it's long. It's long. documenting the whole guy's life. It's long. Hang on. I'm going to look up the runtime. I can't find the runtime for it. So we have Googled the Citizen Kane runtime. It is one hour, 59 minutes. You actually and Googled the rune time. I promise. <laughs> I promise you, you are sitting there for that entire time. Well aware of how slowly that one hour. Like I wouldn't even watch Inception. So there's no way I would ever watch this. It is just a very, it's one of those movies that if it came out for its time, Wells did some cool things with camera shots. It's an that, old movie. So it's yes, 1940. It's an old, movie. old movie. Okay. Um, yeah. 1941. I don't watch that many old movies. Either. You don't, and it's okay. The vlog we we took a long way to get here. Okay, what's the story about Citizen Kane? It's been 100% rated fresh on Rotten Tomatoes for a long time. Okay, 100%. Yeesh. Widely regarded. Sometimes, as, sometimes around Tomatoes, I'm like, mm, hang with I me. I don't agree. Widely regarded as an incredible movie that most people love. However, a negative review of the movie from the Chicago Tribune from 80 years ago has been unearthed and added to Rotten Tomatoes, taking, no. it, taking its freshness rating of 100% down to 99%. That is hilarious. Do you know what movie has maintained its 100% freshness rating? Well, I do, but you tell the crowd. 2017's Paddington 2. Heck yes. <laughs> the about the stuffed bear. I haven't seen Paddington 2. I bet I'd like it. I, I have seen Paddington 2. It's it amazing. Is it's it so good. 99% yes. good? It's 100% good. It's, <gasps> That's it's amazing. Now, it's I now it. more... Like Hollywood. It's more critically fame, yeah. received on Rotten Tomatoes... Than Citizen Kane. Than Citizen Kane. So, there you go. So you should study that movie in film theory. That's what I'm saying. And the funny thing is, is that the director of the movie... Uh, Paul King chimed in on this. He said, it's extremely lovely to be on any list, which includes Citizen Kane, but it's obvious, obviously quite an eccentric list that goes from Citizen Kane to Paddington 2. So I'll, I'll try not to take it too seriously. Yeah, I, th I think we should take it very seriously. I think we should too. So this this kind of makes me think about, there's, there's something that's happening in pop culture that we have not talked about. And okay. it's that all of these award ceremonies keep happening and there are movies and stuff that are getting debuted and getting Oscars and stuff that no one's ever heard about. Right. And I think that it's all just a big lie because <laughs> if no one's seen it and no one likes it, it should not be getting an Oscar. It's like what Hollywood is picking to be the best movies. Well, yeah, there's it's entire... It's not what normal people like. And I think that this is exactly what it is. Like, let's review in film class the movies that people actually like. So truly pop culture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why we're pretending to like things that we don't like. Now, there it's are some crossovers that are at the Oscars that are pretty good. But that being said, I, I definitely understand. Like, these sort of, like... 
they call them Oscar bait movies. Like they're very like, they're made to sort of check those boxes that the Academy really likes. So, and they do ad campaigns. Academy Awards and all of those. Like they're just, they're movies that no one has heard of and no one likes. Like there was a Pinocchio movie that came out that was like Italian. No one's heard of it. No one's heard of it. And it's like getting an Academy Award or something. And everyone is like, what is this? It's insane. No, yeah. let's actually like, let's be honest with ourselves. We like trash movies. It's okay. It's okay to like I trash movies. I am going to forgive you for even remotely connecting Paddington 2 to trash. Okay, well, it's not, but it's we're not like watch, a fancy movie. We're going to watch get Paddington 2 tonight and you are going to come well, back. I like Paddington 2. I promise it you. It is so I'm good. not going to watch a fancy movie. It I, I so, will so not good. watch a movie that is debuted at the Oscars. I'll okay. tell you. Just, I just that's, don't. That's, that's, that's a rule. Hard and fast rule. I will not enjoy it. Okay. And I think you know me and you know that that's 100% true too. So everyone on the internet has pretty much been reacting the way that you would expect to this news. Basically that Paddington has dethroned Citizen Kane. They're even making the joke that in order to maintain its number one spot on Rotten Tomatoes, they'll remaster Citizen Kane to say marmalade sandwich at the end rather than Rosebud. That's That's, great. That's his thing. Um, So Orson Welles, RIP, the guy can't make any more movies. I think it's so funny, though, that they found a review from 80 years ago. You know who would do that? You would do that. You would be I like, would do that. now this is a review. It has to go in the database. And it just Gotta like plunks it down a few yes, pegs. And everyone's... Uh, <laughs> uh, so there's good. someone out there that did this. I love it. it. They, they, were, knew, they, were they knew what they were doing, too. They were like. <laughs> I wanna, we should watch all of the 100 movies. Like the 100% freshness movies? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that you're comfortable knowing that I Citizen Kane I isn't on there anymore. Them. One of my favorite movies had like a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes and we both really liked it. Which one is that? Oh, it's a scary movie. I can't say. Oh, okay. okay. That's fine. Well, it's as above so below. Yeah. It's, it's like it. it's like Indiana Jane for the most part. And then yeah. they, they accidentally discover hell. So. Yeah. They accidentally discover hell. <laughs> there you go. So the that's what that movie is. Blase. <laughs> and then they accidentally discover hell. They didn't mean to. <laughs> Yep, it's like Harry Potter, Indiana Jane, and then, oops. Oh, no. The Gates of Hell. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a wild the movie. The Catacombs and, the yeah. Catacombs of France. It's a, it's a fun yeah, movie. Yeah, and there's a lot of French, like... Lore. Lore folklore. in it. Folklore in it. It's pretty neat. French anyway, lore. Yeah, that, that one had like a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes, and we both watched it in theaters and thought it was so good. So, so I think that it's just all about, shows, yeah, it's all perspective. It's all completely subjective. So, yeah, um, but I think one thing that's universally accepted subjective, now... Subjective, not perspective. Yes. I said perspective. It's okay. Well, it's all your perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's subjective mm-hmm. to your perspective. Yes. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> Pound it. There we go. Let's go buy a house. Uh, we haven't done my topic. We haven't. Ah! <laughs> let's do your topic. That was just, uh, we just landed. We were grooving there. We okay, let's grooving. do your topic. Okay, so New York Times, which, did you know that the New York Times has a nickname? What's the Times nickname? D- can you guess it? The paper. No, it's called... Well, that's a good one. That'd be great. No, and I think that is one of them. No, it's The Gray Lady. The Gray Lady? The Gray Lady. That is the most old media, like, mm-hmm. at my desk with a cigar. Yes. I'm okay. writing for The Gray Lady. The Gray Lady. So, I'm, I'm writing my review for Citizen Kane and The Gray Lady. So, anyway, the New York Times has introduced five global days off for their staffers. Okay. So, you get... Unless you're, um like... Not unless you're essential staff, yeah, you get like five days, five extra days off a year. So they've added these just so people don't quit in the midst of burnout. So they've added those in addition to all of the days off that they've normally had. Okay. And if you are essential, then you just get an extra paid day off. But uh, 
it's really interesting that they're adding just burnout days, basically, is kind of what Jeez. people are calling them. So okay. people don't just like quit. Quit. Isn't that crazy? Outright quit. Um, and right now there's a big issue because there's a big unionizing thing. So they're trying to look like friendly to the to ah, the peeps. There you go. To their peeps. So there they look go. like cool. But anyway, I just think that's that's uh that's something, isn't it? It is definitely a strategy. Um we'll see if that actually has employee retention. I think that maybe if you have to start making concessions like this, you might want to work at your workload expectations. Mm-hmm. You might want to look at that a little bit closer. Well, I found out today that a big like tax credit thing that you can get is based upon employee retention. Oh, there you go. And that's why big companies never have to pay taxes. So they're probably also trying to work that angle in. Sure. So sure. Pretty, pretty, pretty skeevy if you ask me. That's incredible. But okay. I don't know. I Do think you think that, five extra days off would help you to not quit a job that you hated? I'm I'm really trying to think like critically about that. I don't know that five extra days would do much because if your job is already hard, it's probably hard to take days mm-hmm. off. And the stress of arranging to take a day off for the most part, like I have a very, very chill job, mm-hmm. but there's often like I have to do the work ahead of my time off to sort yeah, of, you do. and, and you like pre-work, you pre-work. So like, if it's anything like that, I, I just see that as like, oh, you have the opportunity to like take another day off. Like that. I don't know. Like well, the reason just... why this jumped out to me, I uh, know a little bit about it because I worked at a company that uh, we, we worked a lot with China yeah. And Chinese products. So yeah. ha- there was like two weeks out of the year where... You were a spy. No. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no. I was testing products for a big company. Walmart. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and there was like two weeks a year that we just didn't get any products because China had taken the days off. Right. But we didn't get off. Right. So, because it was the Chinese New Year, and that's a big like cultural celebration over there. We didn't get that time off though, but even though there was no sense. work. It yeah. would have made sense for you to have an extra two weeks off. But you don't want to also lock people in. There are big like I think there was it was like a car plant, like a Ford production plant that I heard about in a podcast, and they get a mandatory like they pick the what week everybody gets off every year. Yeah. So you don't get to pick your days off. Like okay. you get to pick them here and there, but you're like long week long vacation, they shut down the plant to yeah. be in line better with their production calendar. Yeah. So I was like, oh gosh, I hope it's not one of those. But yeah. it they're spread out over the course of the year. So they'll probably do it like in groups. Yeah. So you'll have Well no, they're like certain days that everybody everybody gets off. There you go. Times. They so, have their own little holidays. Yeah, they got their own little Greg Day. Holidays. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that we have too much workload. I think that people I was take... about, I was terrified that you were about to say we have too much time off. No, we don't <laughs> have nearly like, enough. No. no. Darling, no. No. A lot of people only get two weeks and then they're shamed for taking those two weeks yeah. or whatever. So we definitely need way, way, way more time. I think off. as a culture. We should pump the brakes. We need like we need like thirty hour work weeks. We need to like just chill out. Yeah. Because if anything has taught us, we need to avoid the burnout however we can. Yes, please. So Let's let's go buy a house now. Yeah, let's go buy a house now. Okay, let's go. Yeah, now we can go. Okay. All right. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.